What's going on, everybody? It's your host, once again, Eli, and I'm here with my brother-in-law. Your other host, Frank. That's right. And we are happy to be here once again. I mean, we just finished watching two amazing fights right now. We just finished watching Brandon Figueroa versus Fulton and uh, Cambosos versus um, Teofimo Lopez. I'm already forgetting his name, bro. <laughs> Teofimo, man. Australia making some noise tonight. Man, where did that come from? Man, they're uh, they're making noise, man. They're 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 definitely representing in the boxing game. Right yeah, now. they are. But before we get into all that stuff, I want to say thanks, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, especially to you. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, we weren't able to celebrate it this Thursday because you had to work. Yeah, but uh, we were able to celebrate it today, which was amazing because we got to watch both amazing fights and we got to enjoy some chicken and some ribs and some potatoes and all that stuff. It was a good time. We drank a little bit of beer too, huh? Yeah, yeah. We had a we had a, a couple, you know, just to <laughs> to feel good. But man, today's fights were so exciting, dude. I mean, just the uh, let's jump on it, fuck it, bro. Let's let's talk about the Cambosos versus Lopez fight. I want to talk about this fight because. I feel like Delfimo Lopez was so focused on fighting of, of um, he was so focused on fighting other fighters that he was overlooking Cambosos like he already had a beat. I agree. Uh, and you can tell just from round one, the way he came out, he came out real aggressive. Uh, he was looking for the knockout on that in the first round. And uh, I think it backfired. Um, it, go ahead. It did, man. I mean, I, I he. I was watching it with, we were watching it with our wives, and my wife's like, wow, he's very aggressive from the beginning. And I think he was going for that early knockout, and a lot of people were predicting that Teofimo Lopez was going to knock out Cambosos in the early stages. Yeah. But he ended up getting punched in the face pretty good, and he went down, bro. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and uh, Cambosos, man, a lot of people didn't know about this guy, and uh, damn, he definitely made a statement tonight, man. He, uh, Knocks out Lopez, undefeated fighter, young guy that beats uh, Lomachenko, had him fight in a year. And uh, it was the first time we've seen him in a while. Uh, I mean, a lot of people have said that Lopez, uh, the wind got to his head and he was talking a little, a little reckless after that win. And uh, I think he, he just overlooked Combosos and... Uh, I think it backfired. I think I have to agree with that because we talked about it before that he hadn't really fought anybody besides Lomachenko. Yeah. And he was talking a lot of big game. I mean, he was supposed to fight back in June. Yeah. The fight was postponed. We talked about this. And then I think it was supposed to be in August and October and it never, it never happened until now. But I feel like Delfimo Lopez was kind of bragging about things here and there. And Camposos was just focused on the gym. And he just kept working, working, working. I think yeah. the fight extending from June to, to now to today. I think he took advantage of that time, and he was able to study Teofimo Lopez a little bit more. And I'm not trying to disrespect Teofimo Lopez because I think he's still a great fighter, but I think he got exposed today. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, we we finally found out who uh, Cambosos Jr. is. A lot of people had him ranked on the uh, lightweight division as number nine mm-hmm. behind all these other fighters, Devin Haney, Jojo Diaz. There's no way in hell that, that guy's number nine, bro. He's number one. And he said, it. I'm the emperor of this division. You could be the king. I'm the emperor. And I think yeah. he showed it. And uh, I'm glad this happened, man. Like I, like you just said, I don't want to disrespect Lopez either because he's still a great fighter. But I'm I'm glad this happened because it shows the other fighters that aren't fighting each other that there's other great talent out there, man. And uh, Combosos came out of came out of nowhere and uh, shook things up. And 
I'm sure there's other fighters out there looking at him like, hey, you know what? If this guy did it, then I can do it. Uh, the only people we really talk about in this division is uh, Ryan Garzi- Garcia, uh, Devin Haney, uh, Tank, and Lopez. And uh, Jojo Diaz is going up there as well. But, right. I mean, I'm glad we got another guy from Australia somewhere that boxing not really known too much. But is, he, put, he put Australia in the map. No, yeah, he definitely shook things up, man. And uh, um, now when we see a fight like, uh, you know, this next Saturday on uh, Jojo Diaz and uh, Devin Haney, and then we see the Tank and uh, Isaac Cruz fight, now I think it's a little more interesting because uh, they're both facing dangerous fighters, and uh, you don't know what what can happen. But going back to the actual fight of today that happened yeah. between Cambosos and and, and uh, Teofimo Lopez, we've seen Teofimo Lopez try to come aggressive from the beginning. He got he got he got rocked in the first round. He dropped him. Cambosos yeah. dropped him. After that, I think Teofimo Lopez respected his power, and man, Cambosos is fast, bro. Because mm-hmm. Teofimo Lopez is fast. He was throwing combinations, but I feel like Camposo was just coming back at him, and he had that left hook, and he was connecting, bro. And I think Teofimo Lopez ended up respecting him and kind of showed him a little little respect. And But eventually, he kind of figured him out a little bit, and I think he dropped him in the eighth round, right? Or was it the tenth uh, round? I think it was the tenth round. No, I, dro- I could be wrong, yeah. He ended up dropping Camposo. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually thought Teofimo was going to finish him. Yeah. But, I mean, this guy, Cambosos, man, he's got a heart of a lion. I mean, he is from Greece and Australia. He's got that Greek blood in him. And those guys are warriors, bro. No, yeah. And, uh, man, just just the way uh, Lopez came out the first round, you know, real aggressive, looking for a a one-punch knockout. And uh, Cambosos proved that he can take a punch, man. Uh, He got hit pretty hard a couple times and didn't, didn't drop until the later rounds. But um, that just goes to show that I think Lopez was focused on other things. He, uh, in my opinion, didn't take this guy too serious. And it backfired, man. You, I mean, the dad comes out on, on video uh, multiple times saying they were going to do this, they were going to do that. Uh, you know, they're, they're the real deal. And uh, I think they were just overlooking this guy and focusing on a Maybe a Devin Haney fight or Tank Davis. A Tank Davis fight, but I mean to be honest, dude, I feel like it was a great fight. I uh, I actually had Cambosos winning the majority of, of the rounds. I think I had it six to four or seven to three um, in favor of Cambosos. I might be a little off on, on the scorecards, but at the end of the day, I feel like the judges got it correct. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when when the uh, when the judges announced the winner and Teofimo Lopez was shook. Delfimo Lopez thought he won 10 rounds out of, the, uh, out of the 12, and there's no way in hell he did. Yeah, no way. I mean, if you see his face, dude, his face was fucked up, dude. It was. He was. i never seen him like that. i never seen him take so many punches. There was times where we talked about it when he went to his corner where he looked like he was having doubt for himself. And I don't know if it was worried about some of the punches he was getting or he wasn't just able to figure out George Cambosos. But at the end of the day, dude, like I got to give credit to Cambosos. He brought something that a lot of people haven't seen, and it's excitement once again to boxing. I mean, yeah. boxing has been exciting, but I want to see other fighters besides the ones that we mentioned. We're, we're seeing Cambosos come out of the blue, and now he's he's considered now to be the greatest, maybe the the in, in the lightweight division. 
Yeah, I mean, he took all the belts from Teofimo Lopez. Can Devin Haney, can all these other guys beat him? Honestly, I don't see anybody beating this guy because yeah. I've never seen him fight before. And I was actually impressed. The guy can fight toe-to-toe or he can throw haymakers, dude. And this guy got power behind his punches. Yeah, one thing I didn't like about Lopez is uh, during the, the, the breaks, he was looking at the cameras and winking and and i don't know man it just didn't he was more seem focused like, on looking for like a camera like uh that yeah, like looking cute looking and yeah he just didn't look focused and uh i don't know man i think uh his his win against loma got to his head a little bit uh there's some guys that don't know how to act man when when they win big or they don't know how to remain humble and they need something like this to to come back down to earth man and you know, unfortunately for Lopez, it it resulted in a loss. But uh, he'll bounce back, man. He's still talented, still strong. He might move to 140, which is a good move for him. I so agree. I don't think this is the last of Lopez. And and when they were fighting in the ring, we were looking at the Ofimo Lopez when the first the fight first started, and the way he came out like an aggressive bull, right? Right. We we're like, dude, this guy looks huge, man, compared to freaking Gamboso. This guy looks. He looks stocky. No, he looks strong. I he thought looked, he was going to freaking demolish Combosos. Yeah, same here, man. He looked stronger than Combosos. He looked bigger than him. He looked faster than him. Um, but Combosos just took his took his punches and didn't back down. And I think Lopez figured that out. And he's like, you know, I'm in for, for a rude awakening. And you, and you know what? I'm glad, like I mentioned again, Combosos won because he's from Australia and uh you know the cool thing about creating this podcast or this instagram page is that we got a lot of followers who come from all over the world Mm -hmm. and one of our followers james gorman shout out james shout out to james gorman because he reached out to us and he said hey guys i'm from australia i appreciate you guys giving some feedback to some of our fighters um now that we know that australia's on the map we're gonna be talking about combosos a lot more definitely and and there's probably gonna be uh fights going out there nowadays since he's gonna be the champion Mm -hmm. so you got to respect, uh, you know, the, the Aussies. What do you think the, the next move for uh, Combosos is? I mean, he's conquered the division. <clears throat> what, what he said, that he was the uh, the emperor of the division. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him. I mean, well, what, right away, what are we seeing in, uh, on, on Twitter? Uh, Tank Davis called him out. He says, hey, I'd like to, to see a fight with me and you. Ryan Garcia called him out. Right. Ryan Garcia needs to fucking relax, dude. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, that man, that guy's another guy that he's a he he's talks a, a lot. Yeah, and, he's and on social media pretty tough, but we haven't seen him fight in a while. And I mean, I'm not going to say that his reasons for not being in the ring aren't valid, but he just needs to relax, man, and just get back in the ring. Maybe get a fight to warm up, or I don't know. But he can't be calling out a combosos after not being active, man. Dude, he hasn't fought the whole year. The thing about uh. It, I think the thing that, the thing that bugs me and you is that when all these uh, fighters, they haven't really fought anybody, and then all of a sudden they want to fight the the big fish, like Ryan Garcia, bro. You just had surgery. You want to you want you really want to throw down with this guy Combosos? Like you're not ready for him, bro. You got to prove yourself by fighting somebody else. The winner between Devin Haney and JoJo Diaz, I, I want to see what they're all about. I mean, my predictions was that Devin Haney was going to be JoJo Diaz, but. Nowadays, dude, I don't even know what's gonna happen, man. Yeah, yeah. Boxing's interesting now. That's right why now. I, I was telling you that I'm glad Combosos uh, won this fight because it shook things up, man, and it shows boxing fans that 
there's other fighters out there that are that are great and are, are worth following man and uh, sometimes we get caught up in the in the promotional stuff where you know we see a lot of lopez a lot of garcia a lot of tank a lot of devin haney and i'm not taking anything away from them but there's other great fighters out there that don't get that promotion man and uh they deserve it and that's what we're looking to to interview to to talk to and to try to promote on our on our page i mean right. there's a guy that reached out and we started following his name is uh, uh i think it's broder brody brody the hit the hitter chambers mm-hmm. he's a 126er um he's a great fighter from baltimore right mm-hmm. and um, i'm hoping we can have him in the show in the future but the like what i'm trying to mention is that a lot of these boxers like you said they're promoted and well and they're well known through social media but there's these hungry lions who maybe have a lower income they haven't had the same opportunity as some of these other guys and they, they want to develop and show themselves and i feel like Ambosos kind of opened up the door to some of these guys because I mean, maybe Combosos was known in Australia, but in the United States, he wasn't really known. Right. So hopefully these guys, Devin yeah, Haney, Tate I mean, Davis, and yeah. all these guys, they get a reality check that there's a hungry lions out there waiting to freaking fry them up. No, yeah, and I hope they, they see that, man. And uh, uh, not only them, but also boxing fans. Uh, you know, there's fighters out there that are worth watching and uh, worth following, and they'll give you just as exciting fights as a as all these other guys that get recognition, man. But, um, yeah, it was a great fight. Very entertaining. Uh, candidate for fight of the year. I think Would it was the fight of the year, yeah. 100%. There's no, there's no doubt. There's, I mean, we were excited from the beginning, dude. Oh, yeah. The, the Rosado versus Mingia fight was exciting, too. But I feel like it was one-sided. Yeah. On this fight, it was like, holy shit, where can it go? You know, no. is, is Teofimo going to stop him now? What were you thinking, man, when uh, Lopez got dropped in that first round? I was, I recorded the dude. I was screaming. I was like, holy shit, he fucking dropped him. Because it, it's against all the cards that were being, being played on the table. Everybody was saying, oh, Teofimo Lopez is going to win. He's going to fight Tank Davis next. He's going to fight David Haney. And to me, I got excited because everything that everybody was predicting was just like a domino. It just went out the door. Went out the freaking door, yeah. dude. And it just changed the whole game, dude. And it, it, it excites me. Saying, what, what were you thinking? When I seen him hit the canvas, man, I I was in shock. But it was a good shock. I was I was amped up, man. I was I was pumped. I was happy for Combosos. I I got happy for Combosos because he was he was doing it, man. He was exposing Lopez and uh, just seeing videos of Lopez and and his dad and the way they were talking. Uh, I didn't really like the way they were. They were talking in, inter- in interviews. Like I said, I'm not here to you know to disrespect them because he's he's still a great fighter. But yeah. sometimes uh, fighters need a, a reality check, man, and need to come back down from from their high horse. Especially if you're young, I feel like um, Teofimo Lopez. He hasn't fought. He hadn't fought since Lomachenko, and I think you need to be more consistent. You have to be fighting, and we're seeing this with Ryan Garcia. And these other guys are like just good at talking through Instagram and grabbing the attention. It's cool to grab the fame and the attention, but you need to be fighting a little bit more often. Yeah. And that's why I respect uh, Tank Davis and Devin Haney and Jojo Diaz because those guys are out, out there trying to get it. Yeah. And they're not just talking, bro. They're trying to prove themselves. Right. So I think next week we're going to have a great fight between Jojo Diaz and Devin Haney. And at this point, I don't know who's going to win. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's a great fight. 
And I, I think it'll, it'll open up the door for many opportunities in this division. Yeah. I mean, let's say uh, Jojo Diaz does win next week, man. That'll <sighs> that'll shake things up even more. Because a lot of people, I posted on, on our on our Instagram page um, that a lot, the ranking was people had Teofimo Lopez number one, Devin Haney number two, Alomachenko number three, Tank Davis number four. Ryan Garcia, number five, and Jojo Diaz, number six. They had Cambosos on number nine, right? Yeah. And um, look at that. Number nine, the rankings that a lot of people had, number nine, Cambosos just beat the number one guy. Yeah. Now, let's say number six, Jojo Diaz beats the number two, Devin Haney, on people's ranking. You change the cards, bro, and everything is exciting, man. Yeah. In reality, rankings are just rankings. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. I think commitment goes in the gym. And I think while other boxers are looking for the diva, the, the kind of attention by the, the, the you know, the, the stars and, and the flashing lights and the cameras and all that stuff, other people are focused. And, and that's what Gumbosos was doing. And he ended up winning that fight because of the commitment. But, man, I'm, I'm excited for that. So do you want to keep talking about this fight or do you want to move on to the, the, the another uh, main event we had today? Yeah, we can talk talk about the Brandon Figueroa and uh, Fulton fight. Uh Brandon Figueroa was undefeated, so was on Fulton. Uh, they were fighting for the uh, 122 belt, right? Yeah. Um, it was a it was a la bra. I mean, toe to toe for most of the fight. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there was a lot of a lot of hugging that happened. Uh, break break it down. What do, what do you think about that fight? Yeah, I mean, I feel uh, uh, Fulton hit Figueroa with the cleaner shots, but uh, Figueroa was pressing the fight. He was bringing the fight to Fulton. Um, I mean, one thing I saw is not a lot of head movement from Figueroa, which is kind of frustrating. Uh, Fulton was boxing, picking his shots, hitting him clean. Uh, but uh, Figueroa was the, the busier fighter. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I would have been okay with the draw. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean. Uh, well, the guys from Showtime, they had Brandon winning by uh, two rounds, right? Yeah. I honestly think um, I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna lie, bro. I thought it was a boring fight. Yeah, I think these guys were just it felt like more like a sparring session than an actual fight. Yeah, it felt like they were. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, just not too too much skill, in my opinion. I mean, there was no defense. There's a lot of a lot of hugging, a lot of uh, uh, you know, just putting your head down and swinging. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of uh, not a lot of te- not, techniques. Yeah, I mean it was in a after seeing a fight like Lopez and Combosos. I, I think mean, our expectations were high. Yeah, yeah, our expectations were high, and uh, you know I think we got shot down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah, I mean even our wives were like, "This fight's boring." I mean yeah. when you watch a fight with Com- like Combosos and Lopez, it's the fight of the year, dude. Right. It's kind of hard to compete against it. I mean, a lot of people enjoy the Brian and Figueroa versus Fulton fight. A lot of people thought it was an amazing fight. Yeah. But I, I just thought it was just too, uh, it just lacked skills. We would yeah. just put your head down and punch, 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 and then hug, hug, hug. And I mean, some of the judges had uh, had Fulton winning eight to four. I actually yeah. had the, the, the fight um, pretty close. I had it a, a draw, if anything, Fulton winning by one or two rounds. But uh, Figueroa, I mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I just. Figueroa at the end there wasn't too happy about no, what happened. No, he disrespected Fulton by yeah. interview uh, interrupting his interview. Yeah, and he said he wants a rematch. But then when the commentators like, "Do you really want a rematch?" Figueroa said, "Well, I mean, I, 
I think he's going to move up to 126, right? Yeah. I mean, there's one of those those fights that, you know, following a, a great fight like Lopez Cambosos, it was, it was a hard act to follow, man. And uh, uh, in my opinion, it, it was an entertaining fight for what it was, but I don't know. I just, it's it just <laughs> a fight that I probably will forget in about two weeks. You know what I mean? I, I agree, man. <laughs> we'll probably talk about it and then just be like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Congratulations to Fulton. I mean, he won. Right. He's still undefeated. Yeah. And it, I mean, he, he's got two belts now. Yeah. So we don't want to take anything away from him either. No, no. You know, he, he, I mean, it was just it's just a different style. It's kind of hard right. to talk about that fight when you have Cambosos and Lopez in, on the same night. Right. So, I mean, moving on from that, there's another uh, fight that was mentioned to us, which was uh, by our, one of our followers, was to watch Raymond Savage Ford. The kid is pretty good, right? Yeah, he fought uh, Carabayo. Carabayo, I think it was his name. Yeah, something like that yeah, along yeah. the line. Yeah, he, uh, he showed skill. Uh you know he's a very crafty fighter, uh, very good counter puncher, um, great footwork, um, and uh, stop stop the guy. Oh, eighth round, uh, Carab- Carabayo. Uh, you know showed a very promising uh, uh, future, and uh, you know we'll be we'll be looking out for him. Yeah, for sure. He kind of reminds me of a Mayweather. He's kind of kind kind of got his defensive style yeah. a little bit more offensively uh, proactive. Yeah. But um, he's he's a good fighter to watch, and uh, we'll definitely be keeping track of him. I agree. Um, but the other ones we we just we don't have too much to talk about tonight, guys. I mean, we wanted to jump on it right after the uh, the fights. Um, it's almost midnight out here in the West Coast, huh? Yeah. But uh, we did talk about the JoJo Diaz, which we're looking forward to. Devin Haney. Um, we don't we don't really know. I mean, who are you rooting for on that one? Uh, I think it's a close fight. It's a competitive fight. I think some people are. Uh Picking Haney to to win by a landslide. I'm picking Haney not by a landslide, but I'm picking Haney to actually win the fight. Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can go with Haney on this one too. I think Haney pulls it off, uh, but I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to be another one of those fights where uh, it's going to be close. We're not going to know. I don't think there's going to be a clear winner until the end, but. Um, that's just what I'm predicting, but I still have Haney uh, pulling it off. But I've been seeing, I mean, we've been following Jojo Diaz's training camp yeah. and all that stuff, and he, I mean, he's looking pretty, pretty solid. He's yeah, looking he's pretty, from uh, El Monte. Right? El Monte, yeah. yeah, he's local boy from here, from yeah, the local area. Guy. But he's looking stocky, bro. He yeah. looks like he might be ready. I mean, like I said, if he wins this next fight, he's gonna shock the boxing world as well. Right. right. I mean, me. I mean, if he wins. Uh, I don't think I'd be too surprised just because he shows a lot of skill when he when he fights. Um, however, if uh, I don't know, man, I just think uh, it's going to be a competitive fight in my well, opinion. Well, I think uh, to me it would be a surprise because a lot of people have Devin Haney as like the number two guy in the division, yeah. and they have him ranked like maybe he's one of the prospects. Yeah. So if Jojo Diaz kind of like exposes him, you might be like, look, this is the guy that you were saying. I went yeah. up in weight, right? He's going up in weight. Right. To fight this guy, so I mean, it's gonna be an exciting fight. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be watching it for sure. If yeah, we don't yeah. go to Vegas, uh, we'll just watch it from home. Yeah, yeah. But um, the next one, the next, the following day after that one should be the Tank Davis versus Isaac or Isa Cruz. And uh, a lot of people are favoring Tank Davis. I think we both agree with it that Tank Davis is gonna win that fight. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What would happen if Isaac Cruz wins that fight? 
if Isaac Cruz wins this fight, man, I think uh, it'll be even a bigger upset than this Combosos. You think and, so? Uh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, Lopez had all the belts in that division. Yeah. I mean, Tank Davis doesn't have all the belts in the division. Why would it be a bigger upset? Well, I think because although Lopez uh, had all the belts, uh, a lot of people, uh, even though he he won Loma, I mean, there was a lot of things that came out after the fight, Loma being injured, uh, it being a close fight. A lot of people thought it was a draw. So, yeah, it was a victory for Lopez, but it wasn't a dominating uh, win for Lopez. And it'd be, in my opinion, a bigger upset because a lot of put, a lot of people put this, uh, you know, uh, this uh, tank guy uh, uh, real high, man, on the on a pedestal and... He's set out to be uh, the next superstar for Showtime, and um, I think another reason it'd be a bigger upset because Lopez is in a weird position right now. He's on top rank, but this fight wasn't with Tom Brink. No. It was with DAZN. Yeah. So he's kind of uh, in the air right now with promotions. Do you think he's going to jump ship? uh, I mean, after tonight, I mean... uh, I don't know, man. I think he he would be kind of messing up a little bit if he lives uh, leaves Bob Arum at this point. I think based Eddie, off what happened tonight, I think Eddie Hearn is the best boxing promoter at the t- at this time right now, dude. Honestly, yeah, he's got the best fighter. I think he's got the best promotion. He, I mean, he sells his fights and he just goes to the zone. And everybody, I think as boxing fans, we enjoy having the zone because we pay twenty dollars a month yeah. compared to. You know, like next week, uh, we're watching the Devin Haney versus Jojo deals on the zone. So we get that for $20 a month. And then you have to pay to see the Tank Davis fight on Showtime pay-per-view. I think it might be like $75, right? So, I mean, I think Eddie Hearn's doing a great job, and we'll see what happens. I mean, um, I think, uh, in my opinion, Teofimo Lopez should go with Eddie Hearn Mm -hmm. and then go that route. Because we know top rank is, in my opinion, dude, uh, Bob... Uh, he's getting old. I feel like his promotion style is getting old. Yeah. And he already lost Crawford. And if he loses Teofimo Lopez, I think he, all he's going to have is Lomachenko. Yeah, he'll have uh, Loma, like Jose Ramirez. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I think Teofimo Lopez and Crawford were like his has, biggest. Uh, Tyson Fury, I think. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, back to, to the Haney and uh, Cruz fight. I think it's going to be a, a good fight also. I mean, I have... No, Tank, uh, Tank, Tank. You said, you said Haney versus Cruz. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tank uh, and uh, Cruz. I still have Tank winning, but I've been seeing a lot of videos of uh, Cruz, man, and he can crack. He's stocky, dude. Yeah, he can crack, and uh, he looks focused. I saw an interview of uh, him in Spanish, and he said, Yo respeto al tanque, <laughs> pero el día diciembre que... <laughs> December 5. Yeah, he said he was gonna he was gonna make a statement. So just uh, hearing words like that when I when I hear fighters interviewing, that uh, gets me uh, pumped up, man. Well, I mean, Cambosos kept saying it to Teofimo Lopez, like, "Hey, yeah. dude, I'm gonna shock the world. You, you never fought anybody like me. Keep underestimating me. You're gonna see in the ring." Right. And I think uh, hopefully we see the same thing with Isaac Cruz. I mean, I don't want. I mean, I'm not saying that he's not gonna back up his words, but. I think a lot of more boxers are seeing um, these fighters bring something different to the table. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, if Isaac Cruz was to beat Tank Davis, bro, 
And he just comes out of the left field because a lot of people don't even know who Isaac Cruz is. A lot of people didn't know who Cambosos was. So I think it's amazing for the sport of boxing. And it's exposing a lot of fighters because I feel like a lot of fighters, like we mentioned before, they still want to have this zero on their record. And they feel that they cannot lose because they have that Mayweather mentality where they have to go undefeated. Yeah, that's... That's out the window, bro. Yeah, I feel like that's out the window. Yeah. I feel like to be considered the great, you got to be fighting the great, bro. And I think in today's time, Canelo's considered the greatest boxer um, in current time because he goes out there and he fights all these fighters who are champions. Yeah, like let's say, you know, Lopez fights Devin Haney next or fights uh, Ryan Garcia or fights a a top guy and and wins. People are going to forget about this loss, man. Yeah, I agree. People are going to forget about this loss and... Lopez is back in position to to be a uh, that that fighter again, right? Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was a tough loss for Lopez, but he'll he'll come back, man. Even if he moves up to one forty, uh, which I think that's what he's gonna do. Um, you know, if he moves up to one forty and takes on the biggest names like a Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez, which is which is with top rank. Uh, uh, the guy that beat uh, Josue Vargas, what's his name? Jose Cepeda. Jose Cepeda, yeah. If he fights someone like that and, you know, looks good doing it, yeah, I think people are going to forget about this this I, loss. I think if Teofimo Lopez moves up to 140, I think he'll, he'll do pretty well up there. I mean, he, I think they were saying that he was going to fight Taylor next, right? Uh, that'd be a great fight. I think yeah. that would be an amazing fight. Yeah. And um, that whole division, dude, 130 and up, in my opinion, is stacked up, man. And I, I think it's... Right now, it's the king of boxing, that division, 130s and 140s. You have so much competition out there, and, uh, you know, hopefully this is just the beginning of many upsets. And I'm sorry if it's your fighter that's losing, but we want to see, you know, these champions go down because we want to see the underdog sometimes win it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I feel, uh, I don't know, based off seeing this, uh, the the Lopez interview at the end, um, He's going to take this loss really hard, man. I mean, the way he was disrespecting Gambosos yeah. and all that stuff. dude. I you, feel like tomorrow, he, you know, reality is going to set in and he's going to rewatch this fight and he's going to see that he really lost his fight. Yeah. And I feel like that's when it's going to hit him. Uh, based off the interview, I mean, him saying he won 10 out of the 12 rounds. Um, you know, I think uh, this loss is going to get to him. I would hate to see this loss get to him to the point where he's not focused and He's a different fighter um, because sometimes a loss, you know, uh, breaks fighters. But um, I think he's gonna he's gonna have a rough time with this loss. There, that kind of reminds me of one of the fighters that who had a lot of pros, um, prospect, right? Or he had a lot of future in his front, and it was um, what was the guy's name? Ortiz. Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz, right? Yeah. A lot of people uh, were. You know, uh, talking about he was meeting one of the great fighters, mm. and then he lost. I forgot to who, and then he lost to Mayweather, and after that he was dancing. He was in the show Dancing with the Stars and all yeah. that, and he kind of just lost focus. And yeah. I feel like his career ended kind of too too quickly. He had a lot to promise too. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think what you were saying, a lot of these fighters, uh, they're so focused on not losing that when they do lose, they take it really hard. Yeah, and I would hate to see that with Lopez because I think he's a He's a great kid, man. He's uh you know, he fights for his family. Um but and he I just think had a he's just too. yeah, but I think uh he was just a little too over his head. Yeah. And uh, you know, him going out with uh 
with Canelo and and posing with his belt and talking reckless with his dad and and uh, overlooking Combosos like it just wasn't a good look and uh, you know I would just hope that he takes this loss and moves forward and learns from it and becomes great again. Yeah, there's a lot of great fighters who've lost at an early age. I mean, I'm looking at Teofimo Lopez's age. He's only 24 years old. Yeah. The last time I think uh, Canelo lost, he was 23 years old and he yeah. lost to Mayweather. So yeah. it's either you better yourself from it or you just take it and don't focus on boxing. I mean, the kid's already made millions of dollars. So if yeah. he wanted to retire, he can walk away from the sport. But I feel like he's too talented to do, to do something so stupid like that. Yeah, no, I don't think he would retire. But I don't think so either. I think, uh, I don't know, I would I would want to see his next fight just to see how he, how he took this I loss. still want to see him fight Devin Haney yeah. and then take Davis. Yeah, same yeah. here. And then um, and if he beats those guys, like I said, people are going to forget this loss. I think if he was to go out there and fight Tank Davis, I think he beats Tank Davis. And I think uh, people are going to be like, well, you know, he's still good. But I would yeah. want to see him fight Tank Davis at 140. Right. I think he I think he would beat up Tank Davis in, in, in at one forty to be honest. Because yeah. I I think he'll take his power with him and I mm-hmm. think uh Tank Davis has never fought anybody who fights as quickly as Teofimo Lopez. Yeah, I agree. But uh Yeah, man. It was a it was an amazing fight. Uh, once again, I wanna wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. This is gonna conclude our show, right, brother? Yep, yep. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh thanks for uh for following us and uh, follow us on on Instagram, uh, Blue Line Boxing Podcast on Instagram. Uh, also, we just uh, created a TikTok, uh, same Blue Line Boxing Podcast. So go ahead and follow us on that. I'm letting you run it because I don't really know how to run TikTok yet. <laughs> yeah, and uh, another thing I wanted to mention is uh, if you guys want to have a conversation and uh, you know you guys don't agree with something we say on the podcast, feel free to shoot us a, a message uh to comment on our stuff and uh we'll respond and you know everyone's entitled to an opinion so we're we're definitely open to hear hear your guys's and uh you know uh, again appreciate you guys for following yeah and uh one last thing is we're going to be uh dropping our our, our logo our official logo soon we yeah. hired a couple people to start working on it and uh we'll see what we'll choose one of the two that that they kind of bring to the table so hopefully uh, we move from that and we bring a, a business card as well yep yep and uh you know, we'll leave you guys with an applause. <laughs> I appreciate you guys joining us. Have a good night or a good day.